0: is the best weapon today is thursday february 23rd 2023 in the gregorian calendar and the second of adar 5783 in the hebrew calendar now let's get to the news one of hamas main weapons manufacturing facilities has been hit by the idf It happened in the early hours Thursday morning, so that's today. This comes just after Hamas fired six rockets from Gaza into Israel, with five of those being intercepted by the Iron Dome defense system. The last one landed in an open area and, fortunately, did not injure anyone. Tensions have been high for months, but within the last 24 hours, things have been deadly. An IDF raid in Nablus Wednesday resulted in the death of 11 Palestinians and wounded 102 others. Israeli forces went in and demanded three terrorists turn themselves in. The IDF says that they were responsible for the killing of Sergeant Ido Baruch back in October. Instead of turning themselves in, the three that were holed up in that building began shooting at the army. The army shot back with a lot of live fire. After this, the terrorist group called the Lion's Den claimed that they would strike Israel back, quote-unquote, twice as hard. And hours later, rockets were fired from Gaza into Israel by Hamas. The three terrorists are part of the terror group that we just told you about, the Lion's Den. It is based in Nablus. As retaliation for the rockets, the IDF struck not only the weapons-making facility, but a Hamas military compound as well. In a statement, the IDF says these attacks on Hamas facilities were a direct retaliation to Hamas's overnight rockets, which were heading in the direction of major Israeli cities like Ashkelon and Starot, before the Iron Dome shot them down. The IDF has already warned Israeli citizens that further retaliation from Hamas is possible and likely. Early Thursday morning, a Palestinian woman attempted to stab an Israeli guard at the entrance of the West Bank settlement of Ma'ale Adumim. The woman was carrying a knife when she approached the guard, but she was shot in her lower body and incapacitated before she could possibly carry out the attack. The woman is alive, but reportedly in serious condition. The attempt comes amid a tense couple of days between Israel and its Palestinian neighbors, Ma'ale Adumim is an urban Israeli settlement in the West Bank with a population of around 40,000. Palestinians see Ma'ale Adumim as an impediment to a Palestinian state since it's located right between the southern and northern parts of the West Bank. Much of the international community view this as an illegitimate city, but Ma'ale Adumim is one of the more developed and important Israeli settlements in the West Bank. Bank of Israel Governor Amir Yaron is calling for an emergency meeting to try and stabilize the state's financial affairs after a couple of roller coaster days that have seen the shekel go down to its weakest position in years as investors worry judicial reforms on the country's Supreme Court will put the country into a poor economic circumstance. This is coupled with inflation that is not only affecting Israel, but affecting the global economy as well. Yaron is the chair of the Financial Stability Committee. It normally meets once per quarter. The meeting details, like time or date, have not been confirmed or released to the public yet. The Jewish holiday of Purim is on the way. That's right, it's coming on March 6th, that's sundown, and that means people in Israel will be partying it up in costume to celebrate this festive time of year. One of the most common ways to celebrate this holiday is by sending a basket or gift box to to anyone who you think deserves to have a good feeling or to understand that you care about them and that you're thinking about them. Typically, people send baskets with treats to eat, drink, and there are other fun items inside that make noise or that bring you joy, and this Purim, I am partnering with Hasod, And if you would like to use this extremely efficient and quick service to send quality, locally made goods to people that you care about, I recommend doing your Mishloach Manot with us. Mishloach Manot is how you say it in Hebrew. Hasod is a company here in Tel Aviv, and I went over to meet with their CEO, Jessica, today, and we figured out the boxes, how they're going to look. A percentage of the boxes will go to us here at the Israel Daily News so that you can support independent journalism and feel good about it, while at the same time fulfilling this awesome tradition of sending gifts. Important. If you want to send a box to someone outside of Israel, outside of Israel, you only have until Sunday, February 26th to make your order. The link is in the show notes. If you want to send goodies to people that you love in Israel, you have to get your orders in by March 1st in order to make sure the boxes arrive right on time to surprise people wherever they are in the country of Israel. We're offering four boxes, small to big, at a cost of $49, $69, $79, and $109. Those are the prices after your special Israel Daily News coupon code. The code is SHANNA10, which is in all capital letters, all capital S-H-A-N-N-A, number 10. Shanna has two N's in it. You'll enter that code at checkout to get your $10 off. Have fun this Purim. And again, you're going to go to the link in in the show notes. Or you can go to hasodstore.com. That is H-A-S-O-D store.com. And go over to the Purim gift boxes. I want to thank all of you for your interest in Israeli affairs. Israeli politics are world politics. Thank you to all of you who personally finance and fund the Israel Daily News podcast by making monthly contributions. If you'd like to make one yourself, check out the link in the show notes, which you can click on, and that'll take you to the page where you too can make a contribution and feel good knowing that you're supporting independent journalism. So check us out at anchor.fm slash Israel Daily News. You can also support us by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts, two, you can share the show with a friend, and three, you can follow us on Facebook at IsraelDaily.News, as well as Shanna My name has two N's in it, and I'm very sensitive about that. You can also find us on Twitter at IsraelPodcast. A report is out saying that the Biden administration in the USA will be making it easier for Israelis to extend their work visas while working in the U.S. The idea is to alleviate wait times at the embassies in Israel. Yes, the current requisite is the person actually has to fly home to Israel in order to renew or update their visa in person. This initiative eliminates that. The work visas L1 and H1B are the two relocation visas that most Israelis in the high-tech world have, and they will benefit the most from this change. What's more, on March 1st, a lottery will open for companies interested in employing foreign managers and experts. Some Israelis who were interviewed at the embassy reported that they had to take their whole family on a plane to Israel and miss work just to reapply and wait for the renewal. This seems like a big improvement. Oman is opening its airspace up for Israel. This is historic. The announcement was made today, Thursday, to allow Israeli civilians to fly over the country of Oman, which was not the case before. Prime Minister Netanyahu says that the work on this deal began in 2018 when he visited the country. Foreign Minister Eli Cohen says this historic decision will shorten the journey to Asia lower costs for Israelis, and help Israeli companies become more competitive. At the Our Crowd Summit in Jerusalem that I attended last week, the CEO of the company Elal, the airline company, actually announced that the company would be adding direct flights to Japan from Israel. I bet that this is all tied in. I suppose that's why now they can start to do direct flights. So it's very cool to understand how the private sector and the public sector are are working together. This is pretty cool. I think that I would like to be on one of those initial flights from Israel to Tokyo. So I'm already going to start working on that. All right. Well, that is it for today's show. Today is Thursday, February 23rd, 2023. Tel Aviv has a low of 11 degrees Celsius and a high of 19 degrees. That's 52 degrees Fahrenheit for the low going up to 67 degrees for the high. Subscribe to the Israel Daily News podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're hearing it from. We are are everywhere. Don't forget to sign up to our Israel Weekly News Wrap. It's a newsletter with the top five stories coming out of Israel from throughout the week. I also usually add in some personal anecdotes so you can get the inside scoop on what's going on in my life. And I always mention our professional highlights from the Israel Daily News podcast. In this upcoming newsletter that will go out on Sunday night or on Monday morning, depending on where you are in the world, you will get all the up updates about this past week. I was live on Scripps morning show called The Morning Rush. They had me come in as the CEO of the Israel Daily News to discuss Supreme Court reforms as an expert. I was very excited to be on live US television yesterday. That was fun. And then yesterday evening, I moderated a discussion with Oren Kessler, who is responsible for writing his new book, Palestine 1936. What a great talk we had at the Sunset Series program that I host for immigrants here in Tel Aviv. I'll be writing about that as well. It was a strong day yesterday, and I'll tell you all about it in the newsletter. I want to thank you for listening, and I want to thank our director of social media, Michelle Milner, for her work. Now, we're going to hear a song called Shabbatot Hagim, covered by Ya'ara Sholian, a wonderful artist here in Israel. Everyone should know her. Enjoy this song, and have a great and productive day, and an excellent weekend. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Now you're in the house Now you're now The kids are closing on you They're